Welcome to Root Cause Medicine, presented by Spirit of Health, transforming lives through real health solutions. Hi, Mike. <laughs> Awkwardness, let it begin. Yeah, yeah. You just got to jump in and start, I guess. Yep. Um, okay, well, Vaughn, you've been, you've been doing this quite a while now, helping out people on this journey with health. So tell me a little bit about like, what, what got you into starting down this track on the health? I know this is not what you've done always. So yeah, tell me a little bit about that backstory. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool story. Uh, I was definitely not into health the majority of my life. I was living in Las Vegas. Oh, wow. I was in my early 30s. I'm from Kansas City, but at this time in my life, I was living in Las Vegas. What were Wor you doing there? I was working a corporate job. I was in transportation, freight brokerage. Okay. And... I was pretty miserable. Uh, it kind of all looked good from the outside. I played tennis and I was good at it and I had a good job and made good money, but I was just pretty miserable. So basically what happened is I was married at the time. I chose to, got, to get divorced um, just as out of my own selfishness, basically. I uh, went and lived with a, another girl, uh, was doing all the Las Vegas things all the bad things, all the things I say about Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I, I did those things. Um, so not a good time in my life. And I came back to Kansas City for Christmas. My girlfriend at the time couldn't come. And there was an ice storm, so I couldn't go see my relatives up in Iowa, which is what I would normally do. And some guys I hadn't seen in 10 years from high school invited me over to their house for like a Bible study. Mm. And I was like, cool, you know, I'll go, I'll go check it out. And I had quit my corporate job. I was working at a health food store and I actually loved it. I was like learning about herbs and I was making 10 bucks an hour and I didn't care because I was like, I was happy for the first time <laughs> just wow. working at a health food store. <clears throat> so what yeah. What made you choose the health food store? Uh, just because I, I don't, I don't honestly even know. Like I just didn't like the corporate life. And I wanted to do something simple and basic. And I went to work at this health food store and found out like I was excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So it, it seemed random. Clearly now I know it wasn't random. Yeah, yeah. It was God, but it seemed random at the time. So I went over to this friend's house and was just talking to them about health and nutrition and all the things I was learning. And um, I remember they read Genesis 129, which is that all seed bearing plants, they shall be yours for food. And I started telling my friends, like, man, I just feel, I feel weird. I feel kind of tingly. I said, I almost feel like I'm floating or I feel kind of like I'm drunk, like was the feeling I was getting. And my friend was like, oh, that's the Holy Spirit in encountering you. And I was like, I didn't even know what that, <laughs> I had no idea what that even yeah, meant. Yeah, wow. But it was really, really real. And so they actually laid hands on me. I gave my life to the Lord and... um it was good timing because, you know, I was doing all the Vegas stuff and it was not a good time in my life. So went back to Vegas and things got really weird really quick. Mm. Um, my girlfriend thought I went bongo, nutso. Um, she was questioning everything. I uh, couldn't drink alcohol. I was like Jack Daniels, bottle a week, couldn't touch alcohol. If I walked into an establishment where people were swearing, it literally felt like the words were piercing my skin like a wow, dagger. So I would have to leave because it, it was painful yeah. to hear people swear. And I was like the sailor, every other word, cuss word. 
Yeah. Like, that was me. So it's it's funny how many years later, like people hearing my story, like, cause you know, you don't know people's past and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that was you. But like, yeah, I was, I was a mess. Um, gambling, you know, strip clubs, like, you know, the whole works. And I probably shouldn't be here, but the Lord saved me. So yeah, it was just really radical transformation. I owned two houses. It was in the housing crash of 2008. Mm. Uh, so my half million dollar house short sold for $200,000. Wow. <laughs> so I was backwards, upside down, confused. Um, but what was happening was very real. And so I declared bankruptcy. And before I left Vegas, I went and lived in the mountains for a month in Mount Charleston, right outside of Vegas, and mm. just camped for a month in the woods. I love nature. Yeah. I was working at this health food store. Totally had no idea what I was going to do with my life. And in the middle of the night, I literally woke up out of a dead sleep, and out of my mouth came the word spirit of health. No idea what that meant. And um, that's where it all began. That's where it all began. And I didn't want to run away from Vegas. And, you know, I just, I was trying to, you know, talk to God and figure this thing out. And um, first, First time I felt like I really heard from the Lord was move back to Kansas City. So I took a month and I went to Hawaii and I backpacked through three islands in Hawaii, went on all the hardest trails. Oh, that's awesome. It's kind of like my find God moment, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, I did that. And then I moved back to Kansas City and my dad was retiring from his job of 30 years. And I said, do you want to start a business together? Kind of told him about the, it was It was kind of funny because my parents weren't really going to church anymore. And I'm like, this is real. You guys got to go to church. Like, <laughs> you got to make sure you know Jesus. Like, yeah, the like, radical on fire. <laughs> totally. I was like intense. New baby Christian. Exactly. I was like, That's look, awesome. did a Bible study with my parents every Saturday, having no idea what I was doing. Anyway, it was it was fun. It was a cool season. But actually, my dad, you know, recommitted his life to the Lord. And, and you know, both my parents got, you know, touched oh, by yeah, like yeah, my yeah. transformation, you know. So cool. Yeah, so my dad retired. We opened Spirit of Health together in, in 2010, in the summer of 2010. <clears throat> Just a small little office. We had like literally 200 square feet was our store in my office. Started doing consultations. I was working out of a wellness center with a colon hydrotherapist, and we were kind of just doing this thing together. And yeah, the, the, old, the humble beginnings, right? Yeah. So that's kind of what started me on this journey um, that started Spirit of Health. And so I just, it's totally, it was the Lord. It was the Lord calling me into something. I mean, I was 230 pounds. I got my picture, I call it my fat picture, but I have multiple pictures of me when I was 230 pounds. I ate fast food. I mean, I didn't care about anything, but because I was tennis, played tennis and I was in shape and I was athletic, like I didn't think anything of it <clears throat> or I didn't have any quote unquote health issues, you know? Um, but yeah, that started my journey. We started Spirit of Health, and that was now 13 years ago. Yeah, wow. I remember seeing that picture of you, the fat picture. <laughs> we'll have to bust that out sometime and share it because it's like, we wow, should. it doesn't even look like you. No. It's like a whole different person. Totally. And it was. And it was. Like in a lot of ways. So, yeah. so cool. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so it's been like 13 years. <laughs> I know I met you around that time when you were in that original building and, you know, just when I when I first kind of came across you, saw you speak at um, doing some classes and mm -hmm. got to come and buy some herbs from you originally. So yeah, humble beginnings, but now that you've grown and been able to help so many people and, you know, the, the business has grown a lot and your outreach has grown. But yeah, just 
what would you say like your mission is and what's really driven you on this and what's what's your yeah your mission to help and reach people yeah uh yeah it's interesting i'm kind of a visionary also kind of fly by the seat of my pants kind of guy winging it not saying that's good or bad it's probably good and bad <laughs> um but you know i did spirit of health for eight, nine years and never had a vision statement, never had a mission statement, never had a mm. set of core values or core beliefs or a creed or, <laughs> and so, you know, Just you were, it. you were a part of, you know, creating that when we yeah. did that like three years ago, that was a really powerful time. Um, but I'll just say it real quick. Cause I, I think it's great for people to know who we are and what we do, but our vision is partnering with God to bring healing and restoration to all creation, which is kind of a big grandiose yeah. thing that only That's God, awesome. God can do. And then our mission, which is what we want to work on doing all day, every day as, as a company, is to declare God's rightful place in medicine through education and empowerment. Yeah. So without getting too deep into that topic, because that's a, obviously a big thing. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of deception out there. There's a lot of ways that we can heal the body. There's a man-made medical system that we've come to trust and I would say now, even more so recently, come to distrust mm -hmm. <laughs> for many various right. reasons. A lot of people questioning. Mm -hmm. So people are looking for alternatives. They're looking for, hey, is the natural health thing a real thing? Is that is that good? Is, is there science behind that? Is there proof behind that? Does, that? does that really work? Is that better? Is it not? So I think a lot of people are opening their eyes to kind of this, this, this reality of that there, there's actually a couple of different systems up there that, that aren't the same. You know, the way man's doing things with his pharmaceutical drugs and his invasive procedures versus the way God created things with nature and sunshine and water and foods and herbs. And, you know, so so. anyway, it's just fun to be part of this, uh, this, this world, this bridge, this crossing over, this, you know, people questioning things, discovering what's, what's real, what's not, what's best. And so, yeah, I'm very thankful that the Lord called me into this yeah yeah searching for truth and trying to bring truth to people i know that's a that's a big part of your heart it's like what you're really passionate about finding truth sharing it with people because so many of us have been deceived right and just yeah taught to believe certain things and not question it and it's like question everything and mm -hmm. you know you end up finding some interesting narratives that we've un unearthed with yeah the history of the medical industry and just so many things and um Yep. Yeah, the with the new the newer stuff going on the last couple of years related to, you know, the COVID, uh, which we may talk about another time. But yeah, <clears throat> a lot of interesting things going on in our world. Yeah, totally, sure. totally. And I've gone down, you know, all those <clears throat> rabbit holes, the quote unquote conspiracy theories. Um, you know, looking at the history of medicine, the Rockefellers. I mean, it's it's pretty fascinating if you dig into it. Yeah, and and choose to want to believe those things, but. The reality is, is the information's out there. The proof, so to speak, is out there. Um, but ultimately, my heart and what we're trying to accomplish is that we want people to see that there's a better way than a man-made system of pharmaceutical drugs and symptom treatment. And that God, <clears throat> actually, when he created the Garden of Eden, he said, it is good. And, and everything we had was, was there in a garden, which is nature. Mm -hmm. So now man is like, no, I, I got better things. 
I got these drugs and I got these vaccines and I, I got these, these, these are better. And I just, I don't think, honestly, that's just me. I just don't think that's biblical. I don't think that's yeah. godly. I don't, I don't think that's how God ever intended it. He's like, no, I gave you all these plants and trees and food and medicine and water and sun, and it's good. And you have everything you need, mm-hmm. you know? So I just feel like we've, we've veered from that yeah. quite a bit. And it's interesting how so many people have been taught that uh, modern medicine um, this is the way, and then all these natural things are alternative medicine. Right. I find that funny because the so, you know, quote unquote, alternative medicine, natural things, herbs, food, you know, using food for healing, sunlight, grounding, nature. These have been the things that people have used for thousands of years. This is what's been the norm in every healing system, you know, in different yep. cultures, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic in India, all across the world. And just because you know, medicine's been around 100, 150 years. Now they're the thing and everything else is alternative. No, it's like, no, it's like the other way around. Totally. And medicine is what's alternative because it's a lot against what God's trying to do with Mm -hmm. the body. And so a big reason why, you know, we're doing this, you know, this root cause podcast because we're talking about the true root causes and what's, what's really causing breakdowns in the body, illness, chronic issues, disease, and really unearthing those. And it's not about a deficiency of some man-made chemical, which you talk about a lot. And so um, anyway, fascinated by that stuff, but. Yeah, I love saying that, that, you know, I don't think somebody's deficient in, you know, aspirin or Motrin or Claritin or, (laughs) you know, there's there's something going on. And we're designed in God's image. So what is our body trying to tell us? And are we listening to that? And do we care about that? to get better or we're like, no, let's just take something to make that go away. It's trying to mask everything. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So yeah, I would love to get into that because you're you're big in um, you know, health and doing consultations and and helping people and um seeing people that are really sick. And so, you know, what has become your your passion and your specialty? Because you've been with us for, you know, eight years now. So what what is and the Lord's brought you on this journey with us. And so what's been your passion lately in health yeah i think just you know there's so many hurting people out there in this world and just with not many answers to what's going on their health is failing them they're not having the energy to be and do the things they want to do and and be there for their family and to do different things Mm -hmm. and you know and a lot of people are in fear and they're running to the medical industry and they're not getting a lot of answers Mm -hmm. and so i love taking these challenging cases where people are left kind of hopeless from medical doctors and yeah. oh you're just going to have this the rest of your life it's going to just get worse we can maybe slow the slow the progression down but it's like no I'm a believer you know we're a believer that there are answers there are true answers things that actually cause this and if we can identify those you know and and over the years we've been able to come up with and understand a lot of these main root causes mm-hmm. but being able to identify for that particular person what's going on and then we can treat and work with their body as a whole amazing things happen. I mean, yeah, God, God's our healer, but he also designed our bodies to heal themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. They need the right things. <clears throat> you know, we talk about food as medicine and herbs, so we need to be able to give the body the right things. And then the other side of it that I think a lot of people miss is identifying these obstructions in the body that are blocking the body from doing what it was designed to do. So identifying and actually helping the body remove that, um, and the body can come back and heal itself. Like we know that you know, everybody knows and just believes it because they see it every day. You get a cut, you get a bruise, you get something, you know, even a broken bone and it will heal itself. Um, now, over time, if people's health is bad, 
those wounds heal slower and slower. Mm -hmm. And it's the same like that in other areas of our body. So amazing things. And I know we've both seen just amazing miracles, basically, is, is yes. what other people would say. And and it basically is that, but once you identify those root causes, so I, I love those challenging cases and just helping give people hope. There are answers. There is healing to be had. And then uh, and then helping to walk down that process. So, um, yeah, and I work with a lot of um, chronic fatigue. Mm -hmm. You know, that's become a big passion of mine too, but, but really all chronic illness. But part of my own story was dealing with chronic fatigue. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, in my 20s, I started having some some symptoms and initially it started kind of mild and didn't think a lot of it just thought well maybe this is kind of normal i'm in the working world i'm you mm -hmm. know everybody is a little tired they're downing coffee they're slamming energy drinks just to make it by maybe this is just the norm but it started you know and i came from being very high energy athletic background uh, i was in sales mm -hmm. so i was in freight sales i know we talked about kind of interesting yeah. we come from the same industry and we were wild yeah you were a competitor of mine. That's right. It's funny, but I think we bought your company, didn't we? <laughs> you did eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Got to say it like that, huh? <laughs> but yeah, I was a high-performing salesperson at this freight company, and so I was used to just relying on my own strength and mind mm -hmm. and quickness, and you know. But that started to diminish, and I was having a harder time, you know, recalling things, my words, um, just lower on energy. I mean, I remember in, in the in the depths of all that, I was. I was so exhausted. Um, I would try to, you know, sleep through the night. I would get up at the absolute last second I could. You know, I had it all timed down to like basically just throw on my clothes, brush my teeth, do my hair and run out the door and go straight to work. And then I would come home. I, I started taking longer than an hour lunch break. So it would take like an hour and a half, hour and 45. I would come home, eat, get in bed, go back to sleep, just Man. trying to rest as much as I can, set my alarm, get back up, go back to work again. And and yeah, it was rough for a while. And I remember kind of like, man, what is going on? What is, you know, I'm not myself. I don't feel right. And, uh, but just trying to, you know, for a while, just mask things. For a while, it was, you know, I wasn't a coffee person back then, but it was energy drinks, you know, right. and I thought I was being healthier doing the zero calorie, zero sugar, um, you know, it's full of, full of junk, <laughs> yeah. artificial sweeteners and that kind of stuff, but monster energy drinks. And so that was my go-to for a while. And and sugars. So I was kind of relying on these things to try to get me through the day. And um, eventually I just started learning. And so, you know, it took me way longer to kind of understand and realize what was going on and changing my diet, changing my habits, doing some detoxification. And so, you know, I'm very passionate about helping people understand what's really going on with chronic fatigue and, and, and how to get out of that. Because so many people, you know, if you go to the medical doctors, they just don't have many answers for right. that. Right. So what, what have you found to be some of the you know, we talk about root causes. So what, you know, why do people have chronic fatigue? Yeah. So <laughs> it could be a combination of things and we've identified over 30 different root causes that can be a part of it. But I would say a lot of it comes down to toxicities. Mm -hmm. So, um, toxicities, infectious organisms, I think those are the biggest categories, but also deficiencies and not just deficiencies. Like I think people hear that and they think, oh, certain vitamins, minerals, and definitely B vitamins play a big part of that, but other vitamins and minerals, but then also deficiencies of sunlight, deficiencies of mm -hmm. sleep, deficiencies of movement like god designed us to be in the sun are so much research behind what happens with our our body and our skin absorbing the sun and powering our mitochondria and stuff right. like that so right. um but yeah deficiencies of sleep i mean americans and you know i'd imagine in other parts of the world too are chronically uh not sleeping enough mm -hmm. so um yeah but the toxins is a huge one 
And a lot of the research points to that. I've seen a lot of research that says 70 to 75% of chronic illness and cancers are caused by toxins. Wow. So we're in a toxic world. And yeah, some of the research I've seen says um, we're exposed to on average 86,000 plus chemicals on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And most of these haven't even been properly researched and understood by the governing bodies. So, mm -hmm. and, and it's just piling up more and more and more. And we're seeing this accelerate more, especially in the last 10 years, because they're just dumping more and more toxins in our environment, mm -hmm. in our water, in the air, in our food. Um, and it's crazy what kind of things we allow in our food. Mm -hmm. Even in Europe, they ban so many different things. Um, you know, and they still deal with some over there, but here we are, it's way more lax. Mm -hmm. So yeah, toxicity is a huge one. So that can break down to environmental toxins, chemicals, heavy metals, um, but also toxins that are produced by other organisms, biotoxins. Mm -hmm. So stuff like mold mycotoxins, I find is a huge one. A lot of research has been done on that too. And it, yeah, in my experience and the research, uh, the majority of people with chronic fatigue have some level of mold mycotoxins in their system. You know, just the way they build houses here in America yep. and the water damage. Um, I forget the exact number, but I want to say it's, it's 60 or 70 percent of the houses in the U.S. have water damage and mold in them. Mm. And people don't realize it's, it's not so much the mold itself, but it's that mold creates what's called mycotoxins as a toxic byproduct. It releases these in the air. It's part of the way it, it defends its territory in nature. It's part of how mm -hmm. it, it naturally does it. Survival. It, yeah, it's 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 releasing these toxins to try to keep everything else away so that it can have mm -hmm. its territory. But in enclosed buildings like our houses um, and yeah, with the sheetrock and the way they build houses, I mean, there's just a lot of uh, yeah, water damage and it getting in that sheetrock and creating a lot of moisture that's holding on for a while. So this mold is able to rapidly grow, create these mycotoxins in an, in an enclosed area with not a lot of uh, ventilation. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't, we don't, uh, not a lot of people just have their windows open all the time and mm -hmm. you know, everything's very enclosed. So we're breathing high amounts of these mold mycotoxins and they're just extremely toxic yeah. to the whole, uh, detoxification drainage pathways, put a lot of pressure on the liver. They're, they're known to be nephrotoxic, toxic to the liver, uh, or the, the kidneys, uh, hepatotoxic, toxic to the liver, mm -hmm. um, toxic to the immune system and put a lot of pressure on our mitochondria. So basically, you know, and I've done some webinars, I talk about what chronic fatigue really is, is mitochondrial dysfunction. Right. So at the end of the day, um, it's our mitochondria that produce energy. Mitochondria in every cell of the body, except for red blood cells, but basically every other cell of the body, we have mitochondria and different amounts, but our mitochondria is like our powerhouse. It's our power generator that actually creates energy. ATP is the energy kind of uh, equivalent that the cell puts out, that the mitochondria mm -hmm. put out. So at the end of the day, yeah, chronic fatigue is just pressure on the mitochondria, not functioning optimally. And mold mycotoxins are, are a huge thing to just hamper and, and damage the mitochondria. Don't allow them to go through their processes properly producing ATP. So mm -hmm. um, can I, let me, let me tell you if, if, I, if I feel like I'm hearing this right, because Cellcor, who we love, and we just went to a conference, yeah. they talk about being intentionally disruptive. And so, you know, we kind of mentioned like conspiracy theory and stuff like that, but it sounds to me like man creates the problem, mm. right? 80 plus thousand chemical toxins, herbicides, pesticides, glyphosate, drywall that you talked about. Yeah. Like man creates the problem, everybody's sick, and now man presents the solutions, right? right? pharmaceutical drugs, vaccines, right? So I, I guess I'm questioning like, where's God in this picture? Yeah, right. Did he cause all these problems? 
does God have the solution or does man have the solution? You know? Yeah, no, that's good. And I know we talk about that partnering with God, right? And, right. Uh, I'd love to hear you expand on that a little bit more too. But um, yeah, these toxins are just are just huge. And um, so, you know, in our building materials in our house and our furniture, everything's mm -hmm. off-gassing chemicals. And so, um, and of course, God designed our bodies with pathways to deal with this type of stuff. Like he knew we were going to be exposed to toxins. It's not, right. a, it's not a surprise to God. He created us with so many amazing pathways with mm -hmm. our lymphatic system, liver, kidneys, all these filtering to keep the body clean and to, you know, so the body tries everything it can to protect ourselves and eliminate things. But eventually people reach this, this level where things are building up more than the body can handle. And it starts accumulating in the body, causing different issues putting pressure on the mitochondria. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so I love kind of shining a light on that and helping people identify and doing labs and, and showing people their toxicities and mm -hmm. what they are and then coming up with solutions to help them. Um, the infectious organisms is a big is a big category too, but I think- uh, let, let me ask you a question on that because I think you're going into it, but I was just gonna put you on the spot here and ask you, what are like top three reasons people have chronic fatigue? Mm. You might have just mentioned one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean mold mycotoxins. I mm -hmm. think a big, uh, a big reason. Um, you know, and I would say, on a lifestyle side of things, yeah, uh, not not sleeping enough. Mm -hmm. That combination of yeah, lifestyle not proper. You know, we're living the modern world. Um, we're very disconnected to operating the way we're supposed to. So it's this lack of sleep, lack of movement, mm -hmm. um, lack of sunlight, all that kind of stuff. But then yeah, just environmental toxins in general infectious organisms, other deficiencies. Yeah. Those are big categories, you know, yeah. infectious organisms, uh, chemical, environmental toxins, like those are huge categories. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to break down with that. And, and that's why, you know, we do what we do is we help people understand and how to deal with these and the complexities of it. And so right. people can easily be overwhelmed by all this, by all this information and not really knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the infectious organisms, I mean, yeah, we've seen, seen our fair share of of this kind of stuff from, you know, parasites mm -hmm. and no, they don't just exist in third world countries. They're here in the U S too. It's, it's like, we know when we have animals, right? We have dogs, we need to go get them dewormed yeah, and heartworm medicine. Yeah. We need to, you know, we see them poop out parasites sometimes. That but... doesn't happen in humans. Though, right? <laughs> and so many medical doctors will say that <laughs> I've had, I've heard stories and have my, you know, some of my own clients, as I'm sure you have, where they've gone to the medical doctors and talked about parasites and oh, parasites aren't in humans. Do you have proof? Have you seen pictures? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> We've seen pictures, um, yeah, and and seen them out of, uh, you know, myself and my wife. And um, it's interesting stuff, you know, but people see the power in that. And and uh, when stuff comes out, it's like, yeah, better out than in. But yeah, parasites oh, yeah. are a, a big deal. And I think, you know, a lot of these infectious organisms, I think, are becoming more and more of an issue. And I think it's because of the toxicities right. that are messing with our system and our drainage pathways and our immune system. And then when our immune system is down and we're exposed to these things, again, like God designed us with filtering capabilities to filter mm -hmm. out toxins, but he also designed us with a lot of awesome processes with our immune system, starting with, you know, our mucosal areas, our mouth, our enzymes, our strong stomach acid, uh, our gut microbiome that makes up 70 to 75% of our immune system. But, you know, when those systems are down and mm -hmm. we get exposed to these toxic or these infectious organisms, they can now take up root and our bodies can't fight them off and they can become an issue. So yeah, we need to clear some of these infectious organisms while we're doing the rest of it. But um, the toxicities a lot of time create the environment for these things to flourish. Yeah, so parasites, uh, pathogenic bacteria, 
yeast, fungus, mold. So we can have the mold mycotoxin exposure, but then people can actually have colonization mm -hmm. of mold in their body and mm -hmm. their gut. And we see that a lot in the, in the gut. So um, yeah, and, and specific organisms like Lyme disease, the Borrelia bacteria and other Lyme co-infections that are transmitted by these biting insects, mm -hmm. organisms. So how do you discover these things? How do you find out what people have going on? Yeah, it's a good question. Mm -hmm. um, and I know we've we've tried to figure out better ways over the years to do this, but I know now we've partnered with uh, one of our favorite ways is is to do some specialty labs, lab testing with companies that we know have um, the right validation behind them and they can prove their accuracy and specificity. And yeah, so you can actually test for levels of environmental toxins, mold mycotoxins, infectious organisms so that we can identify. We talk about, you know, test, don't guess. Mm -hmm. um, although we have other ways too, muscle testing and stuff like right. that. That's really fascinating where the body can respond to different things just by, um, yeah, doing muscle testing with the arm or, uh, or, or other ways and seeing the body respond to different toxins. And, and so, yeah, we use a variety of things like that, but I definitely like the labs where mm -hmm. it's, it's concrete, it's hard. It makes believers out of your clients too, when they actually see the numbers. Oh my gosh. Um, right five times the toxic level in this particular toxin, it makes it real that they're mm -hmm. more willing to make changes when it's when it's a reality like that, so. Yeah, you mentioned how devastating mold was and it, it made me think of like, when you think of the testing, because you know there's power in the testimony, right? And um, so just quick story, uh, I had a gal, <clears throat> Casey, that was her name, and she lived in the state of Washington and she had three kids and her mom had to come live with her because she was so sick. Mm. Um, she was thin, frail. She looked grayish. They basically described like she looked like she was dying. And she was in her early 30s and had three kids and was just desperate for wow. trying to figure out what to do to get better. And I was the first person that ever mentioned, you know, testing and checking for mold. And um, I, I remember the numbers because it was so profound. Uh, but the toxic level of, of the test we were doing at that time, the toxic level of okra toxin A, which is an aspergillus mold, the toxic level 7.5, and she was 243. Mm. And that was just one mold toxin. She was actually toxic uh, above the toxic level for nine different mold markers, including trichothecene, which is black mold, and some of the worst ones. Yeah. So obviously somebody in that state is gonna be sick and they're probably living in it. Yeah. And so long story short, uh, this woman um, has her life back. Uh, she, I don't know if she ever finished it, but she told me she was writing a book called From Mold to Gold. Mm. She's a believer, loves the Lord. Um, and, and this is kind of like what you were saying, like what, what is happening here, what we're doing is a miracle. Sometimes people think the only miracle is like, you know, you lay of hands and God heals you, which is awesome. We know that happens. Yeah. That's real. That's true. That's biblical. But like a woman discovering why she's sick and doing what it takes to get well, God still healed that woman. Yeah. But she had to find out what was going on, get some guidance, get some wisdom. She had to do all the hard work. I just tried to educate her and guide her along the way. Uh, but now she's happy, healthy, writing a book, gets her life back. I mean, that's, that's why we do what we do. Yeah. And I know you have those kind of stories too. It's awesome. Amen. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. And it never gets old. Like, you know, having those people and seeing them transform their life. It's like mm -hmm. a miracle every single time. It's like, wow, of course, yeah, why we do what we do. But yeah, I mean, that reminds me of um, when I was, 
you know, because I've become somewhat of a mold expert just dealing with it so much over the years. But when I was first kind of learning about it, I had a lady that was that was somewhat similar and she had been to medical doctors. Nobody ever mentioned mold. Um, and I didn't initially, actually, we were working, we realized her her liver and her body was congested and we we're working on them and she was just not getting the full results we we wanted. So I started learning about mold and I was like, maybe we should check mold. And, you know, other people in her work were getting sick too. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, something's going on there. Yeah. Checked mold and she was just off the charts. And she had to go through a, a you know, quite a, quite a period because it was, they found mold at their work and multiple people in their work were getting sick and mm. um and with crazy stuff too and then at her house too and she was renting a house Man. and it the landlord wouldn't deal with it right away i think it took six or eight or nine months for him Imagine to finally that. deal with it <laughs> yeah and it, those are crazy situations but yeah. finally dealt with it and she got better even in the process but i remember like it just will always stick with me because she she told me i literally feel a million times better hmm. and that's a lot yeah and i was just like <laughs> wow that's so cool like yeah, I mean, when you're living in that toxic of an environment, she had other things going on too. But yeah, helping clear her body, get rid of that, helping her body come online, it, it is pretty amazing. So, mm -hmm. what have you? What would you say you found some of to be the most effective, like treatments or protocols that you see help people? Yeah, for mold. Yeah, for mold, or just chronic illness in general, but or mold. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it's it's very individualized per. For the person, but mm. we always want to lay the right foundation with the right, uh, you know, nutrients. A lot of times, I'm supporting the mitochondria, giving them some mineral foundation or um, a nutritional support to to cover different vitamins and B vitamins and stuff like that. You know, usually the deficiencies are caused by some of these toxins and infectious right. organisms, but it's good to supplement some of that stuff on the front end. Um, and then we really need to, you know, it's like sometimes we get these labs back with these crazy toxin and people want to go, you know, all in on it, but you have to set them up for success and supporting the body's drainage pathways. Cause a lot of these people there, their pathways are so hindered. Mm -hmm. And so if you just don't, you know, you go, go crazy at it, detoxing the body, a lot of times they can have bad results. So it's a lot of setting the right foundation, supporting the liver, I find is a big area where mm -hmm. we need to support the liver, the bowels, a lot of people not having enough bowel movement. So this is part of our drainage pathway, supporting that. And then, yeah, using specific binders and detoxification agents that can go systemically. A lot of people are not using good quality binders. I mean, you know, for a long time, people have used clay and charcoal and right. stuff like that. We know they're good, but they can't go systemically in the body. Mm -hmm. And these are also spent carbons. So they're great. They go through the gut and they bind to things, but they're basically grabbing everything in their way that they can. And it'll, right. they'll absorb toxins and stuff too, but to use more selective binders, different fulvics and carbons and, you know, humics that can actually go and have been, uh, been studied to bind to specific things, you know, and there's tons of different, you know, I forget the number, um, 17 tetra trillion, some <laughs> right. crazy number like that of different fulvics and humics mm -hmm. and different ones do different things and they can bind onto different stuff. So that's why we love Cellcore. They have a lot of this research and using these powerful binders that, you know, some are designed more for environmental toxins, some are designed more for mold mycotoxins, but the, but the person still has to be able to handle it and support that. Right. So everybody needs a different level of support, but we also use additional therapies. I know that's something we're big mm -hmm. on um infrared sauna really great because we can sweat out through the skin yes. ionic foot detox and um is very powerful that can pull things out through the feet but then also just mobilize toxins so the body can get them out um so yeah lots lots of things like that but yeah and, and for each person it's it's a different process some people it takes a while to 
get out of this and their body's so depleted but right. but yeah that's the basics of it but obviously it's it's very complex and dealing with each is, person yeah. and walking them through it and seeing how their body responds and giving them extra support where needed so what do you usually work on first with people like related to toxicity when it comes to toxins yeah <clears throat> um somewhat depends on their labs but I like to clear the mold mycotoxins earlier on. I mean, you know, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff in the gut first, just because that's part of the drainage pathway. But then, mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of mold mycotoxins initially. Usually wait a little bit later for some of the more toxic heavy metals or radioactive elements, stuff right. like that, just because they're they're even more toxic and trying to clear the path. Some, I mean, mold mycotoxins are challenging too, but um, anyway, I found a lot of good results with clearing those up some and then diving in more deeper with the rest of the the toxins so yeah cool yeah but yeah what are you know i know you've you've been doing this quite a while working with people what are some of the most you shared one story but what are some of the most profound uh transformations and and healing stories you've seen with people man uh a lot <laughs> yeah one of my one of the gals at our office told me that um i've seen over ten thousand people since i started in 2010 which just kind of blew my mind yeah wow in consultations so there's a lot of stories. Uh, <laughs> um, I love uh, I love the fact that we get to work with people from one to like 101. Even though I haven't had 101, I did have a woman that was 93 who was bound and determined to get off her blood pressure med, and she did. Hallelujah. Amen. I think that was my most elderly client. Um, but worked with a lot of infants. That's really rewarding um, mm, to yeah. see children because they're really struggling. Uh, I'll never forget um, this little girl, five years old. And um, <clears throat> man, it's hard not to get emotional just like thinking about it, but like what some families go through, you know, five years old, head to toe eczema mm. and so itchy, taking steroids, itching so bad it's bleeding. Yeah, can't sleep through the night. So if she's not sleeping through the night, guess what? Nobody in the family sleeps right. through the night. This went on for like two years, no answers. And um, when I started seeing her, first thing I did was our basic, this was even before Cellcore, children's 18-day parasite cleanse that we have. Put on a children's parasite cleanse, 90% better Wow! in three weeks after just doing one parasite cleanse. Mm. which tells you yeah. how big of an issue parasites are, right? right. It's a real thing. I, I would say the number one thing I've seen clear eczema in children and adults has been parasite cleansing. Mm. And I'm not saying that's the only cause of sure. eczema, but, but yeah, you know, powerful. clinically you learn these things when you see thousands of people, yeah. you know? And then <clears throat> I love the gal that I've been working with for a couple of years um, who is in her 70s. And she came to me on 18 meds and she was just super motivated to get healthy. And um, we just met recently and she's, she's stuck on this one med. <laughs> and I want to like, I want to tell everybody you're on no meds, but you know, sometimes it's hard mentally to feel yeah. like I'm off all meds, you know, cause again, sometimes we've, we've had this trust in the medical system and all these medications. And uh, you know, some people might not, overly appreciate it, but like really one of my goals is to get people off of medications. Mm. And that'll, not everybody likes that idea. Um, and I'm not saying it's easy. You know, people are on seizure meds, people are on antidepressants. It's like, you know, there's real challenging cases. Yeah, right. 
Um, but she was on 18 meds. She's down to one. It's just one pill of this one med. And last time we talked, I really, really was like pushing her to like, you don't really need it. Come on, you can do it. But it's amazing. Like, because when people go through this transformation, like she has, everybody, like her family, her friends, you look so good. What are you doing? You have so much energy. You've lost so much weight. They're just like blown away. I don't ever do weight loss programs with women. Mm. They all just lose weight. Yeah. Why? Because they're getting healthy. They're getting well. They're getting toxins out of their body. All these weight loss programs, like I don't want to be overly dogmatic, but they're not, they're not ideal. They're not ideal. It's not always a good way to lose weight. No. It's better to get healthy and yeah. to get well. And so, yeah, those are just a couple stories, but yeah, just, just so many good stories. Yeah. Do you have any shared stories you want to share? Yeah. Um, I guess a couple others that, that come to mind. Um, there was a lady that was still fairly young, I think in her late twenties maybe, and with a couple kids and she came to me just, yeah, talking about chronic fatigue, but she was extremely fatigued and brain fog and just not functioning well. She knew like, I'm just not myself. I'm normally this peppy. Mm -hmm. You know, she was trying to homeschool her kids and she was just struggling. And uh, she's like, I know I can't be there for my family the way I want to. I, it's hard to get out of bed and do anything. And, you know, this has been, this was, uh, this has happened within the last few years with her. And so we start going through the process and I start asking them questions, asking her questions about different things. Turned out they had some bad water damage. Water kept coming in mm. through uh, one area of their basement. And, you know, and they had, I think, fixed the water leak. But uh, I asked them if they dug into like, you know, looking looking into the walls, looking under the, the uh, it was it was under the wood floors. And so they actually went back and we tested her at first, I think actually just to convince her and her husband of the seriousness of this. And she was crazy. I think like 26 times the toxic level hmm. of one particular mold mycotoxin high on a bunch of other ones, but they ended up having somebody come in and looking under the, I don't know if it was hardwoods or tile or whatever, and it was just riddled with black mold. Dang. And so they ended up having to rip everything out, redo the floors. And so, um, and then I worked with her for a while and she got, she got amazingly better. And mm -hmm. she's one of my cool testimonies where she, she actually did a video for us. And, you know, she told me like, you gave me my life back. And I got to meet her the first time I met her husband. And I like telling the story. He's this big burly guy looking like a mountain man guy you'd see <laughs> hunting in the woods. And he comes up to me and shakes my hand. And then he starts crying. And, uh, he's like, I want to thank you for giving me my wife back. And wow. so then he's like making me cry. And so we're both crying <laughs> together and, um, and just so powerful to not just hear it from her, but to hear it from him and the difference yeah. he saw in her just completely changing and turning around. I mean, she, she rated her fatigue like an eight out of 10, eight or nine out of 10. Um, and then when we were done, I think it was down to like a two out of 10 fatigue, just, you know, she wasn't perfect, but, um, but mm -hmm. basically super high energy levels, able to function, able to, you know, she's like, I'm able to function on a uh, little sleep, you know, if I need to sometimes and, um, able to be there for her family again and, and all that. So, um, but yeah, seen a lot of cool situations with people with fibromyalgia and, you know, it's cool. The, the girl that works for us, Raina, mm -hmm. she, she came to you originally. Right. And then, and then, uh, she started working for us and then I, I was helping her out for a while too, but she had MS and, mm -hmm. um, half of her body wasn't working for a while right. and now she's fully Man. functioning and passionate yep. and helping other people with the same type of mm -hmm. stuff. So yeah, it's just cool. But yeah, fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis and yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of chronic fatigue, but yeah, yeah. Just love to see that stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. We got another gal who works for us, who was one of my clients and 
got better and now she works for us and it's just awesome to see. And then yeah. I love the gal who came to work for us who hadn't got pregnant in five years. Yeah. And I said, you can come work for us, but you're going to have a baby and you're going to leave us. And I think <laughs> I, I joked that I had more faith about it than she did because she hadn't been pregnant in five years. Yeah. And she was like told by multiple fertility people that she would never have kids. Was she was infertile. Yep, exactly. Which, you know, we, we speak life. We don't, we don't speak those things. We believe, right? So yeah. And now it, I think, did she have her third kid now? Uh, they've had two. Okay. I, I don't know if the third's on the way maybe, or I, think I, I don't I heard know. She's pregnant, but anyway, yeah. so cool. So just really cool story. So love that. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, it was good, Mike. Thanks for your chatting time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amen.